Welcome to the Digital Public Relations Podcast, covering news and trends in the digital space. Produced by the students in the Public Relations Program in the School of Media and Journalism at Kent State University. All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Guardians, the rebrand, a podcast where we talk all about the rebranding of the Cleveland Guardians and what has gone into that on a digital PR aspect. My name is Kenzie Johnston, and I am a senior advertising and public relations major here at Kent State, and I'm joined by both Carrie and Madison. Hi, I'm Carrie Tetlow. I'm a graduate student at the Kent State University in journalism and public relations. And I'm Madison Mack. I'm also a senior public relations major. So today we're going to be talking about the decision that the Cleveland Indians made to rebrand into the Cleveland Guardians and what has gone into that on a digital PR standpoint. This entire um, rebrand, I think, has gone, has taken a lot from the PR team and the digital aspect. And I think the, they, we can learn a lot from what they have done on a digital side to make this transition smooth and also keeping the attention of the actual fans and kind of bringing them along with the journey. So um, touching a little bit back into the history behind it. Um, so in the heat of the kind of the Black Lives Matter movement is when this kind of whole thing started taking place. So when it started shifting and um, they really were pushing for that new name. So a lot went into the actual name change. I actually read that they took a lot of input from fans. And so what they did was they conducted interviews and spoke to fans and tried to kind of tap into what they wanted the new name to be. And then obviously they ended up landing on the Cleveland Guardians, which um, I think is a cool name because of its connection to the landmark, which is the Hope Memorial Bridge, which is just outside of the bar ballpark. So I think that's a good one because it marks and symbolizes the city's resiliency and it kind of brings back the whole Cleveland aspect. I think that's important too because um, no one, if you haven't seen the Guardians, you wouldn't know how beautiful they actually were and how they actually do uh, protect the entrance into the city and how they sort of watch over the whole city in a blanketed sort of way. Uh, they really are something to behold. Yeah, I really like how they connected it back into the city. And then um, that also just kind of helps deal with when people think of the team, they're kind of connected to it on a more personal basis, which I think is really good. I agree. A lot of teams don't have that. And we do. So we should show that off. Yeah. So um, I think one of the biggest things on a digital PR aspect that they did was the original announcement. So kind of the two minute video that they announced with the name change that kind of came during the summer. And um, it was really done extremely well. So it was a two minute video. They posted it on Twitter originally, and then it surfaced through all the other social media platforms. But it kind of just really told a story and made people have feelings towards the brand, which I think is really important on um, a PR aspect. I agree. Uh, I think uh, the narrative of it was, uh, got to the heart of the kind of people that we are in Cleveland, how we are hardworking, 
uh, how we come back strong from whatever adversities we face. Um, you know, it, it was how we are open to change and how we're good at it and we make the most of it. And I, I certainly thought it was a very good two minute piece explaining how, what an integral part the people of Cleveland are to this uh, city and how they love their sports teams, whatever yeah. they're called. Yeah. I think they did a nice job connecting it back to the city too. So they were very strategic with who they picked for it. So like they had Tom, Tom Hanks narrate it, who was a big Cleveland fan. And then they even had music from the Black Keys, which are a band from the Akron area. So I think they were really strategic with picking that to also go into that tapping into people's feelings. It's definitely been a while. The name of the Indian um just chief wahoo logo in 2019 um, and a lot of people from a pr stand a lot of damage control from the people who don't like it and the people who really like the fact that we're getting rid of those you know inappropriate connections to that old yeah, um, so I think the video did a nice job of really introducing it and it got kind of people excited. And then after that, they kind of started switching everything slowly. I think it wasn't till, until recently, actually a few days ago, where they completely changed the logos and everything on social media. So that was a big change that just happened recently within the last few days. So uh, what they did on Twitter was they kind of obviously changed the logo, changed the name, changed the at symbol. And they kind of came up with this new phrase, was new phrase, which is new sea, same city, which I think is really powerful and um, does a nice job conveying the message. And then on Twitter, they also did a um, name change. And then what they did with that was the hashtag new profile pick, which is a popular Twitter thing. So really tapping into that trend and that hashtag to start pushing the new um, name and logo. Logo is actually uh, a like a like angel's wings catching the ball uh, shaped in the letter c well it's a it's a league rule that you're not allowed to have a baseball on the players uniforms because the hitters are looking for a ball so when you're pitching if there's a ball anywhere on the uniform it could confuse the hitter so those are banned you're not allowed to have a ball so with the uniforms they're going to have to use some other type of logo or something on there and yeah. so as not to confuse the batters. Okay, that's a, actually a really good point. I never, I would have never thought about that. That's a good um, thing to keep in mind, especially like confusing the hitters. But um, I think what they're doing with the uniforms is they're keeping that, um, the script that they mm -hmm. normally do use with the Cleveland and that stuff. So the away jerseys, I think have Cleveland written on them. And then the home will have the guardians in that script, which um, kind of keep it, keeps it on brand um, with, what it was when they were the Indians, because that was always a very um, staple thing was the script writing on the jerseys. So I think it's good that they're keeping that consistent. Yeah, I'm assuming they're just probably going to have the C on the hats. Yes. So I think um, they did that and did a nice job of keeping the consistency and then um, tying back into the name change on social media and um, what went into that at the same time that they switched everything on social media a few days ago, 
they actually launched the web store, which um, sells all the merchandise. So they were really strategic with when they did that. I think they also did a nice job um, on like a marketing standpoint of doing that right in time for the holidays so that people are going to start buying the new merch. And so it's kind of good that they grabbed it at the right time and then also launched it at the time that they did the whole switch on social media. I agree. They're, they're definitely making smart moves. Um, this was a big deal. I mean, it's a big deal to change a team's name that's been around since 1915. Um, yeah. You know, it's certainly, I mean, that's what we've been known as. And I, I've got to say, in my own looking at various social medias, I haven't seen a whole lot of negativity. Um, truthfully, I think the people were ready for a change. And so I haven't, I, you know, maybe like two or three negative things. I mean, I, I have read thousands of them, but of, of maybe the hundred or two that I read, um, I didn't see much negativity. Um, I saw one comment uh, from a person who was, you know, saying that some of the other teams like the Atlanta Braves and some of those folks are gonna have to now get with the program and change their names and that sort of thing. Um, but I didn't, I didn't see a whole lot of negativity and, and I'm happy about that because the change is gonna happen whether we like it or not, it's happened. That's all there is to it. So I think at this point, it's just, you need to embrace it and remember that it's still Cleveland. And the phrase that you had said earlier with the C, uh, you know, it, it's still Cleveland, you know, it's still the Cleveland team and it's the home team and that's who we cheer for. Yeah, I definitely think something to note was that during this entire change, so when they were still the Indians, but the Guardians was announced, they started online shifting to using Cleveland and the CLE a lot more in all publications and like social media posts. So they kind of really started shifting that digitally quicker so that the name change wasn't as abrupt I think when they officially turned it over which I think was a good idea and then something to note is that during this entire thing you're in a battle to kind of change people's perspectives so you kind of have to keep that in mind since you're trying to switch that because they've been known as the Indians for so long so you're kind of battling with people's um, what they know and you need to switch that so I think from a PR standpoint, um, just trying to give them as much information and things that they can get behind, such as the videos. And like, I know that they posted some like screensavers that people could use. So kind of giving them aspects digitally that they can get behind and stand behind is really useful. See, I'm a little too young to remember the transition from Jacobs Field to Progressive Field. But I, I know that people had a lot of loyalty to Jacobs Field. And even now they still like there are some people that are like, oh, it's still Jacobs Field. It's still Jacobs Field. It's still the field that our baseball team plays at. It's still the field that we support um, regardless. And it's going to be no different with the Indians. I'm sure that there will be people who are still 10 years down the road saying, well, they're still the Indians. They are the guardians now, and they're doing the best that they can to make that transition much easier. Yeah, I think like anything, it has that transition period. So obviously, I kind of remember when it switched from Jacobs Field to Progressive, but um, obviously now it's known as Progressive. So it kind of, it's obviously going to take a while, but I think um, from a digital standpoint, they're doing a really nice job 
switching everything over and kind of pulling the fans with them. This past summer with all of the protesting and marching and, and whatnot, um, there was a lot of backlash with uh, statues and what statues should stay and what statues should not stay and that sort of thing. Here, we're looking at our statues and we're saying they should stay. We respect them and we honor them and we're going to even honor them more by naming our team after them. And so I think that it's a really, it's a real huge statement that they're making with that. I hadn't thought about that before, but now I'm thinking about it. And yeah. I think that it, it's a good thing. Yes, I think with the name change, they did a nice job of pulling it back into the city, which is a way for people to get behind it a lot quicker than they normally would if it, they mm -hmm. chose something that didn't relate back to the city. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, so I think everything that they're doing on social media as well as in person with the merchandise and everything that they're selling, everything has a cohesive brand and they're starting to really push the Guardians brand and leaving the Indians in the past. Obviously, they're not going to cover any of that because that was our name for the longest time, but kind of putting that in the past and moving forward. So I think everything is working together. And they are keeping the mascot, which I think a lot of people were concerned about, but from what I've heard, they're keeping the mascot. Mm -hmm. So that I think gives everybody a little bit of sameness. Yes. You know. Yeah. All right. Well, everyone, thank you for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our podcast about the rebranding of the Cleveland Indians into the Cleveland Guardians. And we're excited to keep continuing to watch what the digital PR team with the Guardians do and work towards with this new season coming upon them. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, share, or send us your comments on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify. Find us on Twitter using the hashtag PROnlineChat. We're looking forward to hearing from you. 